Okay, welcome to Meet Your Monsters. If you open the car door for your girlfriend at the start of a date and the trunk on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> that was on the fly, ladies and gentlemen. Good one, Just Dave. Good one. Thank you. Uh, my name is Abram Macon. These are my friends. Matt, Colby. Sarah. We are missing some folks. Kathleen is uh, recovering from a long day. Derek is missing an action. In the wind. Wherever, wherever, <laughs> wherever Derek goes. It's like um, Game of Thrones reference. <laughs> wherever horns go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he would find that complimentary. He's yes, our so. horn. <laughs> um, so... We, we miss our fine folks. Uh, for you at home, Meet Your Monsters is a podcast in which I show my friends horror movies that I love, and we find out if they love them too or if they think my taste in movies suck. Uh, this week's movie is the 1997 Perfect Blue. 97, huh? Um, I saw another thing that said it came out in 99, but the earliest one I saw was 97, and yes. I, I feel like I saw it when I was 17. What was so the it was internet probably, probably Japan, 97. America, 99. Okay. So I probably saw it in 99, because I didn't see it in Japan. Yeah, I'm going to go 99 because you didn't hear the dial-up modem, which is good on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this movie was written by... Um, I'm going to butcher this. Yeah, good luck. Sadayuki Murray. And directed by Satoshi Khan, and uh, I could not find. We watched. We watched this in English. We didn't watch the Japanese version, so I couldn't find the uh, the the Americans. I couldn't tell who was who. But Ruby Marlowe, uh, Wendy Lee, and Gil Strawberry, Starberry, Strawberry. were the voice actors. Old, yeah, they've all gone on to do like way bigger things. They're still they? they're still getting a lot of work. Well, they did a kick-ass job on this one, so I'm glad. I'm glad it's working out for him. Wasn't Oroku Saki in this movie? <laughs> and Hamato Yoshi, yeah. That sounds racist. <laughs> That's a Ninja Turtles. Hey, for doing that with your eyes. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> um, Abe, wait, have you been to Japan, Matt? No. You've been to Japan, right? Yeah. Abe, how does this stack up to reality in Japan? Pop just idol like it. It. <laughs> when, you, when you were stocking that pop star? Yeah. No, wait, pop idol? Yeah. How long were you in Japan? Just a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so you really got to awesome. experience, yeah. Um, that was where they had the craziest porn stores. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, they had some weird stuff in their porn stores. Um, we won't go into details. <laughs> Dildos are well, shaped will like tentacles. <laughs> the, the strangest thing tentacles. was um, you could buy underwear in oh. a little baggie, mm-hmm. and it had Polaroids of the girl wearing them. Mm. <laughs> That's nasty. They had cocky simulators. <laughs> <laughs> Just shoots like yeah. custard at you. Uh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> like Why would you yogurt? want that? <laughs> you would do good. that, wouldn't you? No, it's really good custard. Is what, that's what it's right on me. Yeah, like it, it's really good. It's like pink berry. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I saw those panties in the bag, and I thought, that's really strange. And I went around the corner, and I saw mm. it looked like kitty porn, and so I left. Mm. Because I, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I wasn't sure it might have just been really young girls, because who knows? They all look like they're really young anyway. And I was just like, I don't know if that is or it isn't, but I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't roll that way. Shut the window. Yeah, it's like, panties in a bag are cool, but you guys are fucked up. <laughs> Okay, the, ta- the tagline for this was, the color of illusion is perfect blue, which I thought was kind of sweet. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> it's cool, though. It's symbolism. Is that, is that, I mean, does perfect blue mean anything? Is that just it's a, a Japanese title, so it means nothing. It means it's gibberish. <laughs> it's two English words mashed together. True. It's an abstract art. Yeah, it might have meant something in, in their actual language, but... Aww. 
It sounded it sounded cool. I guess um, Yeah, I don't know. Oh, we furiously Google. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um I like I was saying a little bit earlier, I saw this movie um, first, it was listed in Fangoria because I read Fangoria in high school, and I still do because I, if I can. Did um, still make it? Yeah, it's still out there. Um, and I, it, all it was was an ad. It had a picture of the cover, and they were talking about like an animated horror movie. And I said, I must have this, and I watched it, and I loved it. And uh, been trying to show it to people ever since. I don't know if I call that a horror movie. That was more of like a psychological. It's a thriller, thriller. Mm. but it's it's listed as horror. Fair enough. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's some scary shit in there. Like I told you before, I just is one of those movies where I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. how did I go this long in my life without seeing it? Like, this <laughs> Don't you was, think other people should see great. it? Oh my gosh, I loved it. So that brings up my, what did you guys think? That's <laughs> great. Thumbs up. Yeah. Thumbs up. Yeah, I would say. You son of a bitch. I would say, Matt, <laughs> you're probably the only person I know who hasn't seen this with me mm-hmm. that has seen it. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I feel like the name is known, but not a lot of people have seen it. Yeah. It's a badass movie. Yeah. And the director, he's done a lot of other great movies. Did you Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> Do you like Dragon Ball Z? I love Dragon Ball Z. Is that really like, ah, like that? That's like every anime. <laughs> <laughs> I was holding my hands yeah. up. She was doing the Kamehameha. That's cool. Yeah. So have you seen his other movie, Paprika? No. It's very good. Is it animated as well? Yeah. It's basically oh. like Inception two years before <laughs> Inception happened. Japan be doing it. Yeah. And they named it fucking Paprika. <laughs> well, it makes sense. This is a weird one because the whole time I was watching it, like, I couldn't write down enough nice things. Um, and I guess we'll get to that with the, with the thing, you know, the later segments. But the, the way that this was cut together was so <coughs> amazingly cinematic. It should have won awards. Like, I, I, I kept yeah. watching it going, like, why is this not, you know... A, Best animated feature. I don't mm-hmm. understand. There were so amazing. many amazing shots. Like, yeah. beautiful. Like, I could print them out and put them on my wall. Kind of, like, beautiful shots. Yeah. The first, Though, they the, probably wouldn't be very appropriate for... <laughs> it might be. The The first time when the um, illusory version of herself shows up and she's just kind of leaning on the glass on the train and then all of a sudden or the subway or whatever it is and then all of a sudden you see that little ghosty version of her start talking to her like that is such a pretty picture because it's oh, her yeah. and her reflection and she just looks numb like whatever like any asshole coming home from work <laughs> so, yeah. so fucking good and Darren Aron- Aronofsky has such a boner for this movie like oh, he's copied yeah. so many of the shots like that shot with the train that was in uh, Black Swan Oh, really? The scene with them and that her in the bathtub that was in Requiem. Like, oh. the exact shot. Did he say that, or you just, you're, you're, get, you're... Um, I think it's, like, a well-known fact. Oh, I can't yeah, remember. I've read a couple If you're gonna steal from the best, I guess. Yeah. And essentially, this is kind of like Black Swan. It's the same thing, except for instead of Pop Idol, it's Ballerina. Ballerina. Yeah, but you're absolutely right. Pop Idol. Pop Idol. Is that, a, is that a term that's outside of Japan? Because it did not translate. Yeah, <laughs> pop idol. Pop idol. <laughs> and they weren't oh. really pop idols because nobody really knew about them until she left, right? They had they a small fan base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all pervy guys. <laughs> Isn't that all there? <laughs> but that, I was going to say, like, grown-ass men going to girl concerts. Like, yeah. is that... A, that's not a thing well, here. Well, they had, a, like they had at least one girl fan because... Yeah. Oh, there you Yeah. Another thing that got kind of lost in translation was... um the the diary website like yeah they were using a writing system that like he was writing in a writing system that only like little kids use or like oh. um people who are You're trying to be super cute 
Yeah, because it's not kanji. It's called um, hiragana. Mm-hmm. And so it's basically like if that was written in crayon by like some insane person. Because <laughs> what happens is that somebody is making a fake diary for Mima? Mima, yeah. Mima. yeah. Okay, wait. Hold yeah. on. Back up the bus here. <coughs> was he actually doing that? Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll do this. We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll go right here. Okay, follow us through the darkness of our wasted and festering memories as we struggle to recall the movie we just watched with this week's sinister synopsis. Okay, Mima was a pop idol worshipped by the masses until fashion dictated otherwise. In order to salvage her career, she is advised to drop music and pursue acting. A soap opera role is offered, but Mima's character is less clean-cut than desired. Regardless, she agrees, and events take a turn for the worse. She begins to feel reality slip, that her life is not her own. She discovers slash imagines her identical twin, a mirror image that that hasn't given up singing. Uh, Internet sites appear... Describing, um, I lost my pointer. Not fix it, editing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just really long. Uh, describing every intimate detail of her life, a figure stalks her from the shadows. Her friends and associates are threatened and killed as Mima descends into a dangerous world of paranoid delusion. She fears for her life and mu- must unravel fact from illusion in order to stay alive. Perfect Blue represents a major change from traditional animation subject matter, analyzing the pop icon phenomenon, fame, and its psychological impacts on the performer. That's a much better synopsis yeah. than the, the usual. Thanks for yeah. Fuck, yeah. Um, okay, so so to answer your question, Colby, um, so you know that her manager was it Rumi? Rumi was the actual was killer. no Rumi got. Mr. Mimania to do the killing. She was feeding him. He was the one writing her weird website, and she was feeding him information. Because she was emailing. Because she him. was emailing him. And exactly. he was imagining. And he her was imagining. There. <laughs> Everyone's crazy yeah. in this movie. She, she, he, he was imagining. Where did all this happened in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the movie. Do you remember when he was typing and he's like, and she's standing and he's there trying to kill her, and she's like, "You've been sending me emails or whatever." Mm-hmm. He said the real Mima was emailing me, and yeah. that was oh, that was Rumi. Now, oh, okay, <laughs> that don't make sense. Yeah. and so what happened was Mima really did kill him. Spoilers, motherfuckers. Um, really did kill him when he was trying to kill her, and sh- and Rumi hid the body after sh- after she. I assume he or she killed uh, the manager, the other guy, and then. That's... Okay. Oh, sorry. No, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. This, this is, this is, is why it's so confusing. Is because yeah. it's not one crazy person with a delusion. It's two. Yeah. Two, yeah. Because yeah, because she's three. well. Well, but but in a way, okay. So because because Rumi, yeah, kind of three. Because there's the stalker guy who's unhinged. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Rumi, who's <coughs> fucking batshit crazy. And then it all kind of with the pressure affects Mima herself, and she's and she's seeing this alter ego. Um, but see, what I thought was really cool was when she wakes up in her room at the end, but it's not her room, but it's exactly the same because that bitch has copied her life oh. down to every well, detail. Yeah. So she looks out the window and she's <laughs> like, this That's isn't my room. Okay. Uh-huh. I, okay. Okay. This movie's great now. Yeah. I'm it's really so good. <laughs> so, okay. Do you, do you, do you remember hearing when they're talking about her, uh, Rumi and, and her co-manager or whatever, we're talking about. 
like her new image and she needs to stay a pop star and he's mm-hmm. like yeah we all can't be pop stars or you gave it a try or something like that like was she mm-hmm. a former failed pop idol that was the impression like was yeah, the yeah. And, and she had kind of she had kind of brought up this young band and particularly focused her um, her affection on on uh, Mima. When they kept saying Rumi, did you think it was like, "Hey, Rumi, that house is not big enough yeah. for two people." <laughs> yeah, and so, but what I thought, and and I, I, you showed us that picture earlier of her running, and the reflection is is the sweaty fat bitch. Akia <laughs> 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 <Okay>, Rumi. <laughs> <laughs> Rumi, but but that's that's essentially. I mean, she squeezed her ass into that tiny little outfit, and mm. she's batshit crazy and running around. But mm. what I love about that is because the when I was watching this movie, you see this dainty ghost like floating effortlessly, bouncing through the thing. I did not get thing. that. I'm like, she can't be that crazy. Yeah. Like, then I thought it was like some sort of like Japanese, like we're mixing reality. Uh-huh. But then you see that scene, and she's just like, yeah, yeah. 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 She's like, oh! she's picturing herself as this beautiful, elegant. Well, Thing so moving off and so and she's also Mima? picturing her that yeah way. and Mima's well. picturing her that way too yeah but it's it's this okay and the part that really blows my mind is when you when you see that scene where it actually shows what's really happening the reality of it you just get that glimpse but if you look at it like there's a point where where Rumi or not Rumi but uh, Mima falls off this roof and like it's a it's a big fall like holy yeah. shit and the other girl just floats mm. down nice and gently but now when you see that you're picturing that was probably like, a she belly fall she probably, <laughs> she probably was like pow you know and it was this it, like like you could imagine after the fact this chaotic chase scene when in fact it looked like this beautiful little like well I kept thinking like it just must have been like what, what shouldn't she have been like broken leg or whatever but it's like I bet just her adrenaline her craziness oh, yeah. made her keep yeah. going you know, like, there's no freaking... oh yeah <laughs> those heels? in movie like crazy people have that like super True. resiliency yeah, and yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. what I'm trying to survive yeah. yeah. oh man and there were little things too that I thought broke conventions that I really appreciated like like there's this really amazing like the, the, the last scene they're fighting and she breaks the window with this umbrella and she snatches off her her uh, Mima wig and throws oh. it, and that's what snaps her out of it. And she goes reaching for the for the hair and impales herself oh, from God, a broken so glass. And then, okay, okay, this I know this is where blending yeah. pieces and parts. But when she <laughs> looks over and she just sees her reflection, all of a sudden, sploosh! This yeah. big wave, like oh God. And then, and then, like she walks out into the street, all fucked up, and she sees the lights coming, and she's picturing like stage oh, lights and beautiful. beautiful. And I'm thinking, like, oh, see, if I had written that, because I'm a mm. poor writer, I would have had her get nailed by that truck. <laughs> I but thought the girl is, saves her. It was yeah. amazing. And Khan yeah. is like amazing at putting metaphors in there, because like when she leans over and is stabbed by the thing, she's literally being killed by the fake image of herself. <gasps> yeah. And Damn, yeah, so he just packs so much detail in. It reminded me of, uh, I told, yeah, I thought she would get nailed by that truck, like, uh, mm-hmm. what the fuck was that? Devil's Rejects? <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, I was like, no. And she saves her, like, I yeah. don't know if I'm as good of a person as me. me yeah, it was that. like, this, this girl's trying to kill me. But then, but see, and that just but shows the humanity of, of Mima, because yeah. as soon as that girl was in danger, she's like, oh, shit, I gotta save her. Even though, like, a minute ago, she would have killed her. Well, yeah. the fact Mima was seeing this even before she knew what was going on, like, saw the, her little good, like, that's so weird. They shared a delusion. It was so mm-hmm. cool now. It really bugged me. Too. I was like, what the fuck's going on with you? <laughs> But, well, because she felt 
sort of the same way as they did. Like, I'm losing my innocence, you know. Yeah. Every... I'm, I'm not being the person I, you know, really am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a that was an interesting thing because all of the all of the stuff that they were saying about her, she was feeling about herself. Uh-huh. She felt like a sellout. She felt like she made the wrong move. She was doing it for other people and not herself. Well, and that's what I was know? like. I could. I was worried they were going to take it into the whole, like, oh, you should be a good girl because you, you know, but it wasn't that. She just wasn't being true to herself. It didn't ever mm-hmm. come out, like, if she was comfortable doing sex scenes or nudity, that'd be different. But she didn't want to. She was doing it for somebody else. Yeah, you know? she was doing it to please her, her manager. Yeah, and try her career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And try to make money. <sighs> Fucking great movie. Yeah. God damn. God damn. What the fuck? And here was something I wanted to ask you guys. Did at any point... You stop thinking of it as animated? Um, it didn't... I love animated stuff, so it mm-hmm. was It was a little jarring at first to see such... Because I don't watch a lot of adult stuff. I watch, like, I think my favorite cartoons are, like, you know, Bob's Burgers and American Dad and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But to see, like, it taken so seriously, like, oh, there's a boob, and this isn't just for show, you know, fun. Mm-hmm. This, there's somebody whose eyes have been stabbed out. Like, that was... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good, but then it didn't. It didn't take me out of it, though. I guess you know yeah. it was his handled yeah. very well. Yeah, he's pretty restrained when it came to the camera angles. He he storyboarded it in a way that it simulated how you would shoot that as a live action. Oh yeah, I um, mean, like, and especially the the fake. Uh, she has to. She's a what a minor player on this TV show, and there's a rape scene, and it was just like each shot was like, yeah, that's how they'd frame it. So they wouldn't have to show like a penis actually, you know, mm-hmm. coming out and stuff like that. I was like. That was my least favorite part, but it was like, okay, well, and yeah, it was like just, that was, I mean, even that was handled pretty respect. And it was just weird to yeah. see, like, he's laying on her, and he's just like, I'm sorry, and she's like, no, that's okay, like, that was, mm-hmm. I was, I just, she's like, it's not like I'm actually getting raped, I'm like, god damn it, you guys, if she's really gonna get raped, I will never forgive you. Yeah. <clears throat> but I, I just felt like, like, the, it's so good that you don't care about what it what it is you know it doesn't it doesn't matter it could have been fucking stick figures and probably well the art was a big part the art was so good too like yeah. it was it was yeah, the, really well done because they do have this awesome shot of like the typical anime looking girl like mm-hmm, it's like, those, like her eyes are at the majority of her face and she's like super face. pink hair yeah super happy and then they I don't know that was, that was really cool yeah I like the way he does his character designs like uh, yeah, he does creepy people really well, and he does that wide set eyes thing they're, that kind of makes him you know look a little insane. And that's how you know they're fucked up. Now that I think of it, yeah, they both. Because like, Rumi, I was remember thinking like, because the stalker had these gross like, he looked like something that I can't. Oh no, he's like a reverse Cabbage Patch doll. Do you see? Because their <laughs> eyes are really small or in close together, but his eyes are like <laughs> by his ears. And Rumi's was the same way. Yeah, Rumi reminded me of the fawn from Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and he also he's really good at like drawing weightlessness too. Like that's another thing that comes up in a lot of his movies. Just like the bounce that she had, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the fake Mima, which is pretty good. It, uh, it's just, I still think that's hard. It's just so beautiful, and I guess I don't. The whole movie was just so fun to look at. So I mean, even like hard, gross scenes were just framed so beautifully. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of went ahead. Now the fun starts with everyone's favorite pieces and parts. Um, I already said yeah, my favorite part. Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> I, I have quite a few. Yeah, there's, there's a million of them. Um, I loved, one of my first favorite shots was um, when she thinks all her fish are dead. 
Mm-hmm. And she's tapping him, but then the, the shot is I've threw her fish tank at her face, and she's just looking horrified, and all the fl- fish are like slowly just floating around because they're mm-hmm. dead. That was such a cool shot. Like, just mm-hmm. oh. I, I keep using beautiful, but it's not like, <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful. It's just it like, beautiful. wow. So that's how she knew it wasn't her apartment, it was the fish were alive. No, no how that she, was her apartment. That was her apartment. How she knew that it wasn't her apartment was because she looked out the window. And, and there were trains. It was a different, yeah, it was a but completely the, different building. But yeah, the fish in the other apartment weren't alive, though. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but, okay, but she was just going, she was just crazy, right? Because then she looked back the next second, and the fish were alive again? No, Those I think different. she woke up in her place at one point, and then uh, Rumi's place at another point. So she had yeah. been kidnapping her the whole time? I don't think like, no, I kidnapped her. No, well, they were just because that was at the time. very beginning, and all the fish were dead. Um, you remember or that? I, I kind of got the impression that she just had two separate fish tanks because there was a different kind of Wait, fish. Wait, but it was there in the no, same spot. No, because she she flipped out. She's crying, and then she wakes up and like in some weird like thing, and, and they're alive again because mm. she didn't Wait, make a comment. And they were because it yeah. was the same fish too, though. Maybe she but just it was the same scene, the right? Ones. Like mm-hmm. she woke up, like from, like <gasps> like it showed her something like she woke up. And then it showed something else, and she woke up in her apartment again, right? Mm-hmm. What if they were that was supposed to be Rumi, like living her life as uh, okay. ne- Nemo or the hell her name is? Nemo. And then the other one was Nemo living her life. We'll it's never possible. know because yeah. they could fish, tell The fish didn't even look the same though. Cause I yeah, I it was different. Yeah, they were like fish. Pink. See, I I. I would say that she probably it was some time had passed and she had replaced him, but I don't know. Who, or she's that? just crazy. Any theories perfectly viable. <laughs> yeah. What I love is the the way that. Okay, so they always say in editing you should cut on action, and and the way that this was cut together flowed so well. Like like the the person in her, writing her blog had mentioned how she always steps onto a train with her right foot. How for did a good she day. know that? Yeah, because they followed her ass. And they watched her all the time. You know, he had that video camera and stuff. Yeah. Um, but what was so cool is, like, she goes to step on the train, and she's thinking about it, and she's hesitating, and somebody behind her bumps into her and pushes her, and as soon as the foot touches the ground, she's running, and it's another scene where some time has yeah. passed, and she's mm-hmm. running down the, the hallway in the, in the like, uh, subway tunnel. I'm like, what a beautiful transition, because you don't need to see her get on the train. Mm-hmm. You just go right past it. It was just amazing. Like, man, and that so made you good. feel too like uneasy that you didn't know what was going on either. Like really mm-hmm. put your you in her mindset where she's losing all this time and yeah. And it was funny like the the scene where she found her fish dead and she starts freaking out. You know about her about her uh, nude scene. Yeah, like um, she just had yeah her rape scene that day, right? Yeah, it was like the last straw. You know, Mm -hmm. like like uh, she was okay, she looked fine, but once once she saw that, it was just like whoa. (laughs) Because that was the scene where she's all bummed in the back of the car, and then he's like, "Let me buy you a nice meal." She's like, "Okay, (laughs) great, I would like it. I would like that." You know that made me think about just in life. Like, because the weird dude worked as a security guard. And Which you always see those. Did? Yeah, that's when he was like security at that concert, remember? And that's why he fought those little kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it makes me think about life, because there's a lot of people like that in their life. Weird people that work at like gas stations and shit. 
And I always wonder how they get jobs. Because, like, do they just sit there and, like, do their creepy, like, heavy breathing and stare in the interview? And they're like, There's jobs that you just, like, you have to take care of you can get. That's true. Like, must be. You just, like... They're like, right. do you want to come in for an interview? And they're just like... <laughs> I'm like, you got the job. <laughs> Welcome aboard. They're like, all right, buddy. If you're here tomorrow night between 6 and 12, you're employed. <laughs> Not if you understand. Yeah. Uh, what was that guy's name? The stalker guy? Um, he called himself Mr. Me-mania. Mr. Me-mania, right? Mania. Mm-hmm. Another scene I love is he's trying to protect her image pretty much and he goes in the no, store and she had just done that nude pictorial and he's mm-hmm. knocking and stealing and buying like how many magazines yeah. you know, like a hundred magazines wow. and he just looks go. so like nervous and upset and like mm-hmm. like a dad who would find something like that with their kid like, oh my god that was great mm-hmm. yeah and see that's the thing that I that it's so neat about this is that that tells a whole lot about his character without him saying a word mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's pretty awesome well it's so just like this is art that can get all that emotion out it's something that's crazy like those characters are still acting to me you know what I mean like they mm-hmm. make you feel something I also really liked you would get these glimpses of these random fans just talking about the show she was on or music and they kind of narrated in a sense like her progression. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really clever way to do it. Cuz it even opens with them, right? They're they're going to her show and they're talking about how she might be leaving mm-hmm. and uh, you kind of get the sense that they're like fans but could give a shit about her, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. which I like because you had the this crazy stalker guy who was in love with her. Who was outright crazy? Then you had the the hidden stalker, her manager Rumi, and then these other guys who were just like, "Cool, whatever." Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it's because since it was adapted from a novel, there was parts in the novel where you can just write out like, "This is what was happening." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where well, you can't do that, and I think it's kind of like on Game of Thrones. I have that hooker character Roz. The redheaded girl. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she's just there, is kind of to tell, talk about the shit they can't. That happened in the book that you can't really just yeah, illustrate. And that yeah. seemed like a really natural way to do it. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you can get really, all the exposition, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can get really clunky and like, oh, we're talking about this. It just seemed mm-hmm. very appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I know that's one of the biggest rules they're like, supposed to show and not tell in movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the fact that when people do it right, it's always. Oh, nice. yeah. It was definitely yeah. didn't feel. That's probably why I think Beauty and the Beast is, was my favorite Disney movie, because all the exposition is the songs. And so the songs aren't just some random waste of time where some bitches are singing shit. Mm-hmm. But who could ever learn to love? <laughs> <laughs> so good. And, I'm, my favorite and I'm including men in my bitches right now. I, I don't mean just women. I'm Abe's bitch. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Well, I gotta use that to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fascinating movie. Oh, there's one more thing I wanted to say, which was as as a person who loves nudity and uh, and porno and things like that, like those those pictures that they were showing of her, beautiful, like those were fantastic, <laughs> and they look they look like what you would see in like yeah, a like, like, like a, a like a apparently yeah. equivalent of like a Japanese Maxim. You know what I mean? Like they can well, show like Playboy, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no boobs in Maxim. Trust me. <laughs> True. They hint. <laughs> they hint. There's a. You can clearly see where the airbrush. Yeah. Remove the nipple. Oh, my favorite part though was the incredibly inappropriate end credit song. Yeah. 
very jarring. But don't you think that was intentional? Oh, oh yeah. I'm sure. sure. Yeah, because it, it was like this total like. Because at the end she goes, then. Mima goes to see Rumi in the mental hospital, and she gives her flowers and something, and then she walks off and. She's like, yeah, I'm a good actress now. And she looks in the mirror and then it's like, I think she's happy to so, have reclaimed her sanity. Yeah, <laughs> it's all going to work out for her. It's all gonna, yeah. yeah, it's all going to be okay. So not only is she is she famous for her music, she's famous for her acting, and now she's famous for her crazy story. Yeah. She's got Don't all the bases covered. She's got it she'll all go going for it. She yeah. should thank Ruby. She's sitting there explaining the whole plot to people. <laughs> like, so, okay, so I had this guy in the head the hammer, but she oh, had the body because she was the actual right. killer. I was... I, they do a little misdirection, too, that make you think that he might be made up too because she's mm-hmm. throwing stuff at him he just like clonk like it just bounces off his arm mm-hmm. and when she hits him in the head it's just like dink he's like mm-hmm. oh I'm dead like mm-hmm. and why, then, what's and the then purpose of that you think I, it's, it's to show it's to, it's to kind of I believe it's the red herring because they're trying to say is she crazy or is this really happening because right after that is when she brings Rumi back to the stage and he's gone what you don't know is that she oh, took the body. Okay. So it's they're fucking with you, the audience, going, "What is God happening?" It <laughs> and it worked perfectly because you actually said, "What the hell is going on?" Here? Oh yeah, that's right. Right for the explanation, being <laughs> yeah. like, "What's going on?" Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she is just she's crazy too. It was just uh, she's in a bad spot. She mm-hmm. wanted. Um, I did like too. Sorry, sorry. Um, how she was not jealous at all of her her old bandmates being super successful. Yeah. She I was loved, good for her. Perfectly nice. Yeah, yeah, I love how they didn't make her seem. You know, she's just crazy. She wasn't like vindictive or mm-hmm. mad about. She didn't actually ever. It didn't seem like she ever wanted to go back to being a pop idol either. That mm-hmm. was just kind of what was expected of her. Like she was never just like you never heard her say, "Oh, I wish I could do this." She was always just mm-hmm. like, "What are you doing?" Like. <laughs> She's uncomfortable with the things she was doing, but it doesn't seem like she ever actively pursued going back to any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought they did a great job with her character yeah. all the way around. Yeah. I really liked her. Like, yeah, they did a really awesome thing where uh, she's sitting down on a bench under a spotlight, and she's hearing all these people talk about her, and she's just kind of like absorbing it. But in psychology, there's an effect called the spotlight effect, and it's where you think your actions are noticed by everybody when really they're not. Do you think anybody was talking about her? Probably not. Probably not. Or they're like, oh, hey, new girl. Because, yeah, it was... Same as when... Didn't that happen again where the guy was murdered? And they're like, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Dude, what happens twice happens connected. thrice. And yeah. I was like, huh. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're She's really talking right about there, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear you. <laughs> And that's nice too because she she's changing careers and she's so self conscious about the change, and uh, that stuff's stressful. It's yeah, and that's what that's in psychology you said. Because whenever you're in a bad mood or you think somebody's mad, you think everyone's mad. You're, yeah, you or you like, do something embarrassing, you feel that everybody oh, saw your fuck up. Totally. Did you want to do that one <laughs> trivia? Oh, also, <laughs> oh, okay. sorry. I didn't get Last time. Oh, I was wondering, oh, they made a big deal about Rumi being tired all the time. Well, not a big deal, but I was just like, I wrote down, why is Rumi always tired? Because she's like, it's because she's fucking crazy. Mm, and she's, she's living, she thinks she's, yeah. Yeah, she's up all night doing crazy. Yeah, right? Murdering folks. So, Murders, like, when that guy's getting stabbed with the screwdriver, was it the photographer? 
Yeah. 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 So that was actually Rumi. No, that was Mr. Mimania doing it because Rumi told him to. But it looked like, it looks like Nemo or whatever the name was. Well, because, <laughs> because remember, <laughs> she was imagining herself killing that guy. And coincidentally, that same guy did. So they were showing what she pictured, but then it actually happened. And the reason the bloody clothes were in her closet was because Rumi put them there. Oh. At least that was the impression I got. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Go part. Way down <laughs> <laughs> this is way too much for me. I assure you, the first time I watched this, I was in the same boat. I was like, what Seriously, the fuck just happened? Yeah. I'm going to go home and just like, Google in this stuff, like reading every yeah. review. Oh, man. Oh, I guess another piece of trivia I found out where the. Well, some guy has a theory about where the title comes from. Hmm. And it's because blue and Japanese can. It's interchangeable between blue and green, so they're really isn't such a thing as a perfect blue because it just depends on what you think is blue. Huh. So just because it could the... be like it because like I said, the word for blue could be mean either blue or green. Mm-hmm. Well, because like, I resonate too could be like heard like she's feeling blue oh, inside, yeah. so that would go Very with your idea. Yeah. But what you're saying is they're talking about um, like an unattainable image. Yeah, like oh, it just based be, on your perspective. Yeah, perfect yeah. because he thinks they think she's perfect as this. Mm. Everyone thinks she's perfect as this. Too, mm. sex but symbol. there is no perfect. She's just stuck in the middle somewhere. Yeah, everyone's everyone's teal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Everyone's got their own idea of what she should be. Ooh, that mm. makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Boy, that does. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you doing all right? I'll be okay in a minute. Okay. <laughs> What's going on? And aneurysm, I think. <laughs> it is time once again to meet your monster, if we haven't already. Yeah, right? <laughs> we've so we classified this as a human monster. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a psychotic fan, pretty much. Would, was that what Rumi would be? Abe is a sweaty fat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sweaty fat Ruby, poor lady. But she, yeah, was was so distraught about her lost chance of being a pop idol that she projected these feelings onto Mumi, maybe. Ruby? Or oh, sorry, Nima. 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 Just run through every name. Real quick. <laughs> It's not a name you find very often yeah. in America. We are whitey yeah. McLeans. Yeah. The real uh, monster tonight is... That would, did you see that coming? <laughs> see what coming? The roomy thing? I didn't. Oh, no. Did I, you, when you first saw it? When I first saw it, I was completely lost. I, I thought I thought for sure and that's how they... I was like, okay, she's the killer. Twist. Yeah. I was like, oh. And I felt a little bit like, hi, Brown. I'm like, mm. totally figured it out. But I was like, so the coming. fuck? <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a surprise, and that was that was a good one. Yeah, because they they had you so mixed up, anyways. You didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Another one of my favorite things about this movie is that most of the times, if there's a big twist in a movie, they'll do the flashback showing you all the hints mm-hmm. that led up to it. You get nothing. nothing. No, like, and that's why me and Cover like they leave it up oh. to you to sort through <laughs> whose was whose delusion. Which, and is which really cool. ups the rewatch value. I don't mm-hmm. know why more movies spoon feed people. Yeah, or, just don't know why. I agree. Make money. That's a good. That's a good. Yeah, it's true though. You know, this is one of those movies. I think that if it had been live action, if they had spoon fed the audience, it probably would have been a huge success and made them tons of money. 
but I like it better the way it is. No, it's, it's better it is animated. Better it I you know? love it yeah. animated. There's sometimes you just gotta make the movie for the art form and not the mm-hmm. money. I agree completely. This was yeah, this was an artistic movie. And and the sad part is, is that if more people would give it a shot, they'd probably love it because it's fucking mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Which is why we do this podcast. If yeah, you're listening, in ten years, if there's anybody yeah. listening, <laughs> watch Perfect Blue. It's the amazing. Ruins of the internet. <laughs> it's amazing. Mm. That was also fun that they were explaining the internet, too. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> what is this? I'm not good at the internet. What's a double clip? <laughs> she said, there's a website on the internet. She says, that's pretty popular now. <laughs> this internet. <laughs> that was the only part that felt dated, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, okay. Good. The films we discuss on this podcast are horrifying, but sometimes real life is even more fucked up. Brace yourself for the nefarious news. Well, I thought we'd go through celebrity deaths. What's wrong? Oh, Sorry, we forgot our headphones. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Was it Abe having a stroke? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, some famous celebrities have been killed by their fans. One of them, um, Colby's still pretty torn up about Selena. Selena, yeah. Who was murdered by the president of her fan club. When you guys, did you guys take Spanish in high school? Did you have to watch? See. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you watch Selena every year? No. We, we, I, I, every year I, I took Spanish, we watched Selena every single year. We watched the, uh, how do I teach these things? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, I, uh, Stand and Deliver. Yeah, Stand and Deliver. That's what we watched for Spanish. Amy Escalante is us. How do I do that self part? <laughs> I gotta. What, how are you gonna tell Spanish Selena? <laughs> he was killed by one of the students. Oh, that's fucked up. No, he was. Oh, and okay. Stan the Liver. That's fucked up. Stan the Liver. What's your story? Well, you gonna tell the story of Selena? <laughs> he tells that she got shot. That's what. Yeah, she, she was shot. Jayla played her wonderful. Hold on a second. Do you see what's happening here? Colby is trying to steer you <laughs> back on top. It's the new CD version. happening? What's going on? It's just like an aneurysm. It gave me in this movie. It changed my personality. He's like, stick to the script, goddammit. <laughs> oh, yeah. You no, know, what about Selena? Well, I got a funny story about the, the movie, Selena. Um, my younger sister, she's a bit of a storyteller, and she always has been her whole life. And, uh, she told me and my brother once she went over to her friend's house which we know we didn't, she didn't go to her friend's house because we like you were home yesterday because she doesn't we have s- any friends so. <laughs> we, s- we saw you you were at home but she told us she went over to her friend's house and they watched Selena too and we're like never do you understand <laughs> we're like do you understand that's impossible Selena died at the end like there's no way they could make a Selena too sometimes Selena comes back <laughs> <laughs> an old farmer buried her <laughs> Not that. Holy shit! So our monster. So another really another right person who got shot by a crazy fan was John Lennon. Mm-hmm. His uh, what? Mark David Chapman yeah. is that his name? Mm-hmm. No, it was Jared Leto. Oh, Jared there Leto you go. Him. That was it. That song bit. For the movie nobody <laughs> saw. <laughs> oh yeah. And he what he became obsessed with Catcher in the Rye, yeah. And thought it was did they, he think he was telling him to kill John Lennon or just felt he like he knew some writing fun? more. Like, he wanted 
to kill John Lennon because he thought he was perfect and didn't want him to age anymore. Mm. I also saw a thing with him. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) I know you guys are lying now. (laughs) I have a mirror. (laughs) Um, But uh, we should have killed you ten years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I would appreciate (laughs) it. No, no, he's right. There's photographic evidence that I would have been better off. <laughs> no, but um, I heard, too, that he really believed that if he killed John Lennon, he would take his fame. He would be as famous. Yeah. And he, huh. you know, of course. For a time, he was. And it he worked. Yeah. Yeah. No. He was Look famous. Because who the fuck sort is John Lennon? We're the assholes talking about him, aren't we? Yeah. John Lennon hasn't made a single album since <laughs> then. <laughs> he really dropped off after the whole assessment. <laughs> Are you sure? Because I feel like he has. Yeah, <laughs> That's only two parts. Yeah. I, I got a fun fact about Jared Leto playing Mark David Chapman. He, after playing, he, he put on a bunch of weight to play Mark David Chapman. And after that, he said he would never change his physical appearance again because he got so sick trying to put on weight. He got, oh. like, gout and, like, physically sick trying to put on like Didn't win weight. an Oscar, did he? Nice try. Yeah, nope. But then Nobody he went and played it. a woman and won an Oscar. Well, yeah, that's true. you don't got to change yourself too much, I'm though. pretty sure yeah. he's yeah, naturally spindled. Yeah, he's been <laughs> <like> <laughs> 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 It's true. Yeah. Now he's got goofy-ass tattoos. They're like, hey, he's not going to supposedly not going to be in the movie. We'll they see. better not. Yeah. The Joker ones? Yeah. I think that was what they did. They like put out there like, yeah, what do you guys exactly. think of this? Oh, oh, you guys think it's shit? Uh, okay, okay. Well, totally. well, it was just a fake thing. Because so. I was so mad about it and I was trying to calm down. Curtis is like, they just got all the, like, the audience you know, feedback they needed before, mm. without even putting him in the movie yet. Like, uh, so we're getting a new guy to play Joker, guys. They, <laughs> they certainly didn't take my advice on Ninja Turtles. No. <laughs> they didn't take anybody's advice. Sons of bitches. God, but they made a lot of money. They got a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Boo. Sequel. I'll probably see the sequel. And I'm going to be mad the I whole time. 100% will not see that piece of shit. Really? No. Would you support the Holocaust? Maybe. <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point, Matt. That's a fair comparison. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe... It's it's gonna be like that movie Catwoman with uh, mm. with what's her yeah, name yeah. you know and like I was I told myself oh, you know if it comes on TV I'll watch it but I'm not gonna pay for it and oh. it came on TV and I was like I ain't watching it this <laughs> <laughs> shit looks stupid life's too short yeah I wonder how they'll fuck up Bebop and Rocksteady though well they already did like casting Uncle Ruckus <laughs> well and they're gonna be all CGI'd out and. Mm. Mm. No fun. They'll probably be ten feet tall. Kids who like that movie, if you're listening now, you're wrong. You're wrong, wrong, and nostalgia is bullshit on this movie. Cause yeah. that reminds me of the time uh, George Lucas was on the Daily Show, mm-hmm. and he was he was kind of confronting, sort like in a trying to be in a playful way, but kind of confronting George Lucas about how shitty his movies were. And he said, he goes, my son's favorite movie is The Phantom Menace. And I always tell him, no, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's a new hope. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's just not the same. No one's going to, I'm not going to be able to show Tegan that, you know, well, Empire you Strikes Back well, and her be like, oh, my, well, not now, yes. <laughs> you know, she's not going to think, she'll think the Ewoks are as cute, though. What, what, I'm confused what you're saying. Your she's not going to think that's as amazing as like any of her cartoons. She's going to watch Clone Wars and be like, that's better, Mommy. Well, like, yeah, she's going to have to move uh, okay, sequels anyway. But, but hold on a second now. That's a fair point you're making, and I agree. Like Kids are going to see this, and they're going to like whatever mm-hmm. the hell they like. But when they become adults, and they have adult brains, and they watch the two together if they should ever choose to, they're going to go, that one was good. That one was a piece I'll of shit. I'll tell you what. How much, and I, I, don't, I don't disagree with you about Star Wars. Because they're just story wise is better, mm-hmm. but how much of our stuff we like is nostalgia colored? Like, well, you no. guys, you guys proved that to be true with 
things like uh, Lost Boys and Gremlins. <laughs> Those both were amazing. Oh, thank you. I, I agree. But... I thought Gremlins was amazing. <laughs> I'll never like other you guys. Didn't think yeah, who didn't like Gremlins? We um, liked it. If you don't like scenes... that Santa story, you don't like the movie. Not saying, okay. <laughs> just kidding. I just How many kidding. times I have to rehash this? <laughs> like that was a part of the eighties. Like everybody's like, your dad died in Santa too. <laughs> like, this is what is going on. Believe me, that story. Was the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I'm trying to think of stuff we liked when we were younger. Okay, but no, check we're, this out. Um, we, we should... We, better shit now. Anybody well, listening to this is going to not have a clue what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> Watch, listen to the Gremlins podcast. We talked about yeah, it. Yeah, assholes, if you're not... Why well, are you going ahead yeah, in the episodes no, if you haven't listened to it? What, <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying, though, is, like, I, when I was 12, is when Phantom Menace came out. I saw it when I was 12. Are you serious? Yeah. Ugh. I saw it when I was twelve. Yeah, What's wrong with you? You're twelve. You're so young. I was. I didn't have any choice in it. I was, that's when I was born. So. Oh, What's <laughs> so anyway, so I was twelve, and I was like, that movie was awesome. And then mm-hmm. I saw it again, and I was like sixteen. And I was like, that was terrible. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Good. I just don't want the yeah. things I love. I I really do believe in a world where. Quality always comes out on top. Mm-hmm. I know that that's not always the case when things are new and shiny, but I really do hope in my heart of hearts that you can see something and go, okay, this one they put a lot of love into, <laughs> that one they put a lot of money into. Yeah, well, and you okay. know what? And the thing, too, is like it was, I've said before, my favorite movie is Jurassic Park, and like oh, it's, it is not nostalgic whatsoever. It is because that is just an excellent movie. Okay. It holds up. It, it still looks amazing today. It, it does. Why does it still look like better read, than the new one? I just read an article explaining why, and it's basically... Steven Spielberg? Uh, no, it's... Uh, gosh, there's a ton of reasons. But mostly it's just too much CG. They just in didn't the new use. Movies? They didn't yeah. use too much. Is they built that whole T Rex. Yeah. That was a real they thing. Did? That was yeah. a real See? thing. They knew to do close up shots real, far, far away shots. Yes, practical CG. is always so much better. I'd rather watch the stupid puppet Yoda than the CG one bouncing around like a fucking Nerf ball. Okay. And they also said the way that we color correct films now. It makes everything look too fantastical. So when the CG's put in it, it's, it won't you look just, real no matter what. Because even the real people don't that. look quite real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check this out. Remember that scene when the T-Rex comes crashing through the window? Yes. And didn't you think, because I remember thinking as a little kid, I was like, that glass broke in a weird way. Like it was like rounded and it wasn't like shards. That's because it wasn't supposed to break through. It wasn't. And that reaction was <laughs> because, real. Yeah, because it was water <laughs> and it was way heavier than they thought it was going to be. That's because it was real. Endangering children. So yeah. endangered children for good reason. Well, same with Walter guys. That yeah, don't that kid was really choking when the clown was choking him. Yeah. Because Worth of it. a clown chokes you, you fucking know it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever heard of the term um, "punching the clown" as a term for masturbation? No. <laughs> I have now. That's my new go-to. Dude, so you? That's funny. funny because it's instantly like. Oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. He was in the shower for like half an it? hour. I think he's punching the clouds. <laughs> what in the world brings that up? I mean, <laughs> we're just talking about clouds. Yeah. He was literally punching a clown in the movie. Yeah. It was a metaphor for puberty. Uh, yeah. That's fantastic. Okay. Uh, you guys need to leave so I can go punch the clouds. <laughs> I wish you got a problem. I gotta go. <laughs> oh, where the hell are we at here? The Colby count. The Colby count. Okay, here on Meet Your Monsters, we like to examine all forms of depravity. And so now for the mathematically perverted, 
Punching the clown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this movie had five bodies, relatively low body count, but mm-hmm. they all counted. It was yeah. more suspense than Yeah, they, all, they were all important. There were 20 boobs in this movie, which I felt really creepy counting. Yeah, I agree, because they were always in, like, rape <clears throat> scenes. Well, no, except they were, magazine show. No, they were cartoon oh. boobs, and I feel weird counting cartoon boobs. Well, I'm, I'm proud of you for mm. thinking that's weird, Colby. Yeah, I think okay. that's another thing I wouldn't have thought about you. Yeah, I thought you would be weird. into that. Yeah. And I was like, he hasn't even mentioned the bush. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. I was oh, getting yeah. there. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's two bush scenes. <laughs> Gotta bury the lead? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get this out there. Oh, Lord. Yeah, they, that was... They were there? Yeah, four, five bodies, they 20 boobs. It was the same set of boobs just over and over again. Yeah. And then two From bushes. different angles. Yeah. <laughs> mm, it's true. I don't think Abe has the same problem with cartoon no, boobs. He does not. <laughs> I could have told you. He that. has a comic book. <laughs> I, uh, oh god! I, I, can I was looking at that in front of Haley, and I was, I was like, "Oh god, I'm gonna pick that up." Yeah, <laughs> but then I said, "Who's she dating?" Me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there you go. Trust me, it's cool. She, oh, I, I, was, I, I don't know. at work, and I was like, "I don't think she care." Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> sorry. She, she read the first issue. Oh, there's nothing compared to that thing though. If I was That's reading true, that yeah. for me. Yeah. Oh, love yours yours is like Mad Max. Your first issue is like the first Mad Max, and then the second one's like Mad Max too. It got you could tell. That you, is you the third one gonna it. have yeah. a oh, what's it called? Uh, Minesweeper. What's his name? Super Trooper on the top of the head. What? Are you stroking out right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, the guy that's like, like you're pantomiming you're, the whole movie. He's like controlling the big retarded guy. Oh, Master Blaster! Blaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like a Master Blaster in the thing. Do you want to know? She just started throwing wild Blaster gestures and, like, one... Does Fury Road have Master Blaster? No. I don't think so. That's all he wants to know. Does it have Tina Turner? Uh, I don't think so. I'm, I'm interested <laughs> now. She made a cameo. I love her. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. It'll just be Rihanna now. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board! Rich, but have my <laughs> money! <laughs> <laughs> it's Megan Fox. Okay. No. Why would you say that? <laughs> Jinx in it. Okay, hours of effort and creativity go into making a movie, and there's always some asshole just waiting to shit on it. Still and fun. so, on behalf of the underappreciated horror filmmakers, we are here to take revenge with the critical critique. And I didn't know the sound effects, so we're just going to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. This reenactment was brought to you by. I'm going to leave that you. in. That was pretty good. <laughs> Here's something I think is really telling here. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a critic score of 67%, but a user score of 88%. Only 67 Well, that's that because is... there isn't that many reviews, and okay. so the two bad ones, really. Oh, I guess that's a couple shocking. bad ones. I couldn't find Stefan Burger Stephenson. <gasps> I tried. Hmm. He probably I'll, check, I'll like check his good website. Or bad. <laughs> Um, so, this is, the, and there's not a lot of reviews for it, at least the, the negative ones, there's just that little green splat. So the only one there is an actual review for is from Derek Smith, fucking my brother's ghost, what do you call that, his pseudonym. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, no, wait, that's not <laughs> Never mind. That sounds classy. Was though. it Plur de Noom? Uh, yeah. Plum Noom's. Nom de Plum. Nom de Plum. What's going on here? I feel like I'm it's Nemo a now. Words. <laughs> we're just trying to class it up and we're just <laughs> fucking failing. <laughs> 
What the fuck is that word? Now I gotta think of it. It's nom de plume, isn't it? Nom de plume. No, the plume. The plume? Oh, fuck. I didn't <laughs> if you'd like to tell us what assholes we are, go to our Facebook page. May I continue? Yeah. Thank you. No, you cannot. So Derek Smith of Cinematic Reflections said, an anime thriller. <laughs> what? Pseudonym. <laughs> go ahead, sorry. That's what I said. I said pseudonym. I know. Okay. <laughs> In this case, an anime thriller that often plays as an examination of identity and celebrity, but ultimately gets so lost in its own complex structure that it doesn't end up saying much at all. Fuck you. That's what I say. That is bullshit. Okay, for one, if I can semi follow this, you know what I mean? Like, no, that's not true. It's not too convoluted. It explains itself, and you should, it's a thinker. You yeah. know what? Use your fucking brain. If you don't get on the internet, so yeah. do this. Look up words like nom de plume yeah. and fucking mm-hmm. anamorphia. What was yeah. the other one? Uh, <laughs> yes. Jesus <laughs> Christ. What is happening to us? You have like a carbon monoxide leak in here or something. <laughs> I, There's that's a tester right there. I did unplug the detector. <laughs> now, I had an English teacher, and though she didn't teach me nom de plume, she did teach me one thing. And the she, love. she yes. said, yeah. <laughs> She did get in trouble for kissing kids under mistletoe one year. Yeah, well, she should. Yeah. It's a power. But anyway. Let what? your finger blast her. No. Call me. Now it's around Christmas time, it's called sleigh balling. <laughs> okay. So what she said to me was... Uh, it's up to the viewer to understand the artist. I argue with this as an artist myself. I think it's up to the artist to to make it to where the viewer can understand it. This movie was understandable if you bothered to put in the effort. Yeah. And whoever yeah. reviewed that that you just read did not put in the effort. Again, yeah. it's all about that rewatch value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what that reminds me of? A movie that's real similar has that the rewatch value is... Uh, Eternal Sunshine on Spotless Mind. Oh, yeah. The first time you watch it, you're like, what the fuck? And then, like, a week later, you're thinking, like, damn, that was good. I'm going to think about this all week. Yeah, Yeah, it'll stick with you. It's a kick ass movie. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Derek Smith, Sarah, she flipped me off. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you is our usual to the critic. How dare you, sir? What movie have you fucking made? Yeah. I bet you couldn't draw one frame of this movie. Okay, that's it. Derek's not a bad tiny penis. We can neither confirm nor deny. He had text me a picture of his dick. Call this small bitch. He's like, I actually wrote this review in large letters on my penis. Okay, let's see. Do you want to go any deeper into the themes and tropes? I think I covered it throughout the podcast, so okay. I'll probably skip that. Then, in closing, to feed the sun god with junk food movie dialogue, we offer unto you the Quetzalcoatl. One of the quotes I really liked was, um, she's in the car and she had just found out about the photographer, or somebody getting murdered. Maybe it was the screenwriter. Mm-hmm. And she sees her reflection in a passing car, or not her reflection, but her other self, her pop idol self, and she's reading her lips, and she goes, serves you right? Like, I don't know, mm-hmm. she's like, ooh, <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was yeah. creepy. Uh, my favorite line was, it was after she actually kills her stalker with a hammer, and her manager comes to pick her up, and she says, it's alright, we're gonna go back to Mima's room. 
She didn't say her room. Yeah. <laughs> she said Nima's room. Yeah, and that's very <clears throat> telling. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, um, see, I heard... Oh, damn, damn, that's what I was going to say. Colby, did you get one? No? <laughs> um, I was trying so hard to grasp this moment. <laughs> I didn't have time. Mine was, um, even though it was almost overdone, excuse me, who are you? Mm. Because, what's she talking about? <gasps> oh that has left. Oh, it does have some legs. Mm-hmm. Take it all the way to the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and how. <laughs> that is the end of Meet Your Monsters for this week. Thanks to my friends for hanging out with me. That's you guys. Thanks to you at home for listening. That's Jack. Jack. <clears throat> what up? Here we go. Um, if you want to follow along, next week's movie will be The Fly. Oh, uh, the David It's gonna be. Oh, we have donuts. We should have donuts. It's gonna be that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to lose some weight here, guys. I'm trying to get summer ready. You can have one. Donut. Dude, I'm going beach body. Let's. Well, see oh, bullshit. I can't have one donut. After you see him, <laughs> eat, after you see him eat the donut, yeah. you won't want to eat. It's because he barfs on it. And eats yeah. It. yeah. yeah. But, what do flies do though? That's they don't uh, have. Are we to... cut and cut? Oh, okay. We can. I mean, <laughs> or do we keep cut? Pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they like, Why do you? Yeah. So they got like spit their like stomach acid onto it and it digests it. And, and they like, suck oh. it up. They go. That's mm. fucking gross. And why do we need flies? Um, so they can eat some bad ones. They they uh. Eat up a lot of garbage. And why do we need mosquitoes? Do we actually need mosquitoes? Uh, we don't need mosquitoes. Yeah. Fuck mosquitoes. I heard a podcast saying we don't need them. Like for real? Like for Good. real? Like scientifically, <clears throat> their their role could be uh, to spread m- malaria. Yeah. You know what? We do need it for balance because there's good and there's evil. And mosquitoes are fucking evil. They suck your blood. They give you diseases. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. I will kill mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. And I don't kill much. <laughs> you don't. I let spiders outside. I'm nice ants. <laughs> but I'll kill a mosquito. You're gentle. Yeah, mosquito. Mosquito dicks. I punch a mosquito in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I punch its whole body. Yeah. We're going to get a lot of mosquito hate mail. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we get any. Why is the font so small? <laughs> I can't read it. God. <laughs> it took me a second to get that. <laughs> What did you say? What he said. Uh, oh, the uh, fun. Yeah, it took me a Because the mosquitoes are sending <laughs> the emails. Yeah. Yeah. I have tiny little iPads. That's it. Bye. 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 Bye.